Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of The Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me! Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you, it felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. It's another episode of the Brett Allen Show, and I'm excited for today's conversation. Um, I mean, as a kid, I watched you race on television, uh, and and now you're commentating, and you just have a whole bunch of other things. Uh, we're talking with NASCAR. Uh, I say legend. I don't know if that's a polarizing term, but I find it to be true. Kyle Petty uh, of the of the Petty Dynasty, really in this industry. Uh, but thanks for your time and hanging out with us today. I appreciate it. Listen, thank you for having me. And and thank you for that introduction, man. That, that, that was, I, I may have to, to use a copy of that to send to everybody else when they introduce me. So thank you <laughs> very much. Just pass it around to your family, your spouse, <laughs> your kids, your grandkids and say, hey, this is, it's your, I joke, but I had uh, Winona Judd on a while ago and she said the same thing. She's like, hey, I want everybody around this farm to start addressing me as legend. I mean, I, I know it can be a polarizing term, but really like you have certainly earned a place in history as far as racing and things like that. And, and really, you know, I mean, you've had an amazing career and now you're a philanthropist and you do a whole bunch of other things. Um, and I, I came across a couple other interviews that you had done recently and started looking into this charity ride uh, because I find it, uh, I think that's one of the coolest things uh, when folks, anybody really, but like yourself, make a choice to consciously give back and sort of share the wealth and success, I guess, and help other people. So I, I kind of want to focus on that as we start. But uh, for those watching and listening that might not be familiar, uh, can you let us in on that a little bit and what that's about? Uh, the motorcycle ride, the, the Cal Petty Charity Ride, we started in uh, 1995. I like to joke because it's called the Kyle Petty Charity Ride Across America. It's got the longest title uh, <laughs> yeah. of any charity out there. So it, it's, it's funny. So there were a few of us that really wanted to ride motorcycles, uh, from California. We rode motorcycles all the time, but we really wanted to go from California to, to North Carolina, which we thought, man, that's, that's just the coolest thing in the world. And we all told our sponsors and our sponsors said, no way, that's not going to happen. Our owners, the guys that we drove for Harry Gant and I, they were like, no way, that's not going to happen. <clears throat> so we said, you know what we'll do? We'll do it for charity. Uh, we'll do it like a bike-a-thon. We'll raise money all the way across this, across the country. And every sponsor and every owner we had said, great idea. Why don't you all do that? So that's what we did. We started it. Uh, we raised $35,000 that first year. Thought it would never get any better. Um, we're 26 years into it. Um, it's been phenomenal. My wife, Morgan, runs the, the charity ride now, and, and it's buttoned up. It's, it is really uh, it's incredible. It is really incredible to be a part of. And we've raised over $20 million uh, for different children's charities, but mainly for uh, the Victory Junction Camp in North Carolina that we built in honor of uh, and in memory of my son, Adam, uh, who's killed in a racing accident in New Hampshire in 2000. So uh, it is just it's phenomenal. And and it, it's it's funny as we start with this, because 
this, this is really the first thing that, that I really got involved in. And the first time that I really realized that you could use motorsports and racing and the platform that we had uh, to actually do good, to help other people. Uh, you know, I, 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 I joke about it all the time. We just rode around in circles, man. That's all, that's all <laughs> we get for a living. So, so to be able to actually help people and change their lives in some small way or touch their lives in some small way, uh, the Cal Petty charity ride has been phenomenal, uh, in doing that. We've sent thousands of kids to victory junction camp, totally free of charge. So, uh, it is still a special ongoing venture and, and near and dear to my heart. And, uh, we'll keep going forever as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's funny. You know, <laughs> you get to go other places than you did when you were racing out on, on the track those days, uh, just rounding circles. But having been to some of these races, I think they're just absolutely fascinating. And, and I'll get into that in a second. But um, just so we make sure we get this out there now and we'll put a link to it as well. If people are interested in learning more about that or I don't know if they apply or how you go about choosing folks yeah. for it. How can they sort of get connected in that way and uh, find out more about it, really? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for asking that. That is, You can go to kylepettycharityride.com um, and, and send us an email, uh, leave a message on our, our, on our phone or whatever that you're interested in the Kyle Petty Charity Ride. We'll make sure that we put you on the list and get you applications or send you stuff. It's very limited. It's very limited because uh, once you get over about 125 or 15 or 25 bikes. It's like herding cats across America. That, that should be the title <laughs> of the charity, not, not the ride. It should be herding cats across America because they go everywhere, man. But um, so it, yes, please. If you, if you would like to inquire, go there. If you want to know more about victory junction, uh, it's victoryjunction.org, and they're all tied together. So once you go to victory junction, you can get the cow petty charity ride. Once you go to cow petty charity ride, you can find victory junction. Yeah, that's very cool. And I think it's important that we definitely get that message out there before anything else. Because really, I mean, out of all the things that you've done, um, which are all great, I think this is important too, because, you know, um, again, you know, a lot of times these things maybe get started and, um, you know, whether a person is busy or not, it's not a negative dig on somebody, but you might not be able to be actively involved with it as much as you'd like, because, Maybe you're still, you know, in as a professional doing things, uh, but you've definitely had a hand on it and are very involved with it. Uh, and I, I mean, I you can't think of a greater thing to go out and I don't ride motorcycles, but I imagine uh, it's uh, quite a fascinating uh, experience for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. You know what? And and it's funny because we talk about it all the time. It's it's a win win. We we love and the people that are on the ride love motorcycles. Uh, but they also love the act of giving. Uh, so we're able to to benefit twice, once in, in the ride uh, that thrills our heart and and once in, in the act of giving and helping someone else uh, that warms our heart. And um, it's pretty amazing. We I, I tell people all the time, we I get a lot out of it every year I ride. Every year on the Cow Pity Charity Ride, I get a lot out of it, get to meet fans along the way, get to meet people. Uh, but when you go to camp and you see the kids that go to camp, uh, that's when you know, listen, no, you could ride in snow for six days and uh, it's well, well worth it. Uh, everything you do is worth it. Yes. Well, um, 100%. I mean, I think that's what it's really all about. And that's just fantastic. Um, you've had your hands on a lot of things. You've written several books, one being behind you, uh, which I read a couple years ago. 
Uh, but um, and and now you're still involved with things. You're commentating and sort of that sort of thing. But I'm curious, uh, watching these other racers come up now and these younger guys, uh, do they often like solicit you for advice, uh, maybe on how to get started? Uh, in the industry that you're a part of, or maybe that are currently actively racing, are you allowed to do that? I'm just curious. I don't know. Oh yes. Uh, how that yes. works in particular for you? Yes, yes, yes. Most definitely. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a small community, um, and 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 it's funny because I see all all the records on the wall behind you, and 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 all the albums and all the stuff, and and you know, once you get to, and I, and and I I want to say this in in the nicest way possible. Once you get to that elite state uh, in any sport, it's a very small community. It's a yeah. very small community. Um, and, and everybody knows each other and everybody knows what each other's doing. And you may be competitive, but you're friends and you respect what the other person does. Um, and racing's that same way. I, I think I talk to a lot of parents who have kids that are coming along. What, what's it, what's it going to be like? What, what's it going to be like for them You know, when they get there? Uh, if they get there, you know, what's the struggles? What should I look for? How can I help them as a parent? Um, you do, you do get stuff from drivers, uh, as they're first starting into it, because, you know, my granddad was in this, my dad was in this, I was in this, I had a son that came along, uh, that did this. So, um, I've been around a long time, uh, and I've seen it from all different angles. So it is, but it is, it's, it's fascinating to, to see how the sport continues to change, just like every business continues to change. Uh, and it's fascinating to hear what they have to say and what their dreams and aspirations are uh, as they come along. Mine was just to drive a race car, man. I didn't care about anything else. Uh, but a lot of these guys have big plans uh, and the race car part is, is part of it, but it's not their total plan. So uh, to be there and to be able to talk to, to young drivers and talk to, to families is, is an important part. Yeah, I mean, I imagine obviously the industry, you know, the racing industry has changed obviously since you started or even when your son raced or whatever. But um, it's interesting that you say that, you know, that racing is a small part of it. But I imagine now it's there's lots of other facets involved with it, too, whether it's sponsorships or brand deals or, you know, I know for a long time, maybe it, like you said, it's just you want to race, you want to go fast, you want to be in a car. Uh, I had had the pleasure of talking with Mr. Andretti a long time ago, and uh, he said the same thing, not to name drop, but he mentioned, you know, when he started, he just wanted to race cars, you know, and now uh, it's so different. There's a lot of science behind it, you know, and how cars race and that sort of thing. Um, now you've got a new generation coming along. You've got grandkids. I, if I, anybody follows you on social, they see you doing all of that, which has to be great. Uh, do they watch you on television? Do they watch your races? Are they interested at all? Or are they just, you know, happy with grandpa reading books and spending no, time with them? Yeah, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're just pretty happy with that. You know, so the funny part is, it's just like my dad. Um, you know, my dad to a generation um, of dry, of people was known as, as Richard Petty. Then he won so many races to the next generation. He was known as the king. And then to the next generation... Uh, he's been in all of the Cars franchise movies. Uh, so he's he's known as yeah. Mr. The King. So he's got fans. He's 85 years old and he's got fans that are seven and eight years old. I uh, was in Cars 3 as as Cal Weathers. So I get a lot of kids that that know me from that part of it. And that, okay. that's the best part is, is the kids that know you from uh, from the movies. 
um, because you always win in the movies, man. No matter what goes on, you always win in the movies. So uh, not so many kids know me from and, and people know me from from the race stuff as much anymore, except we're running my mouth on TV uh, for working <laughs> with NBC. But other than that, it's the Cars movies. Hey, I mean, that's the greatest accomplishment you can have as, as a person or a grandparent or whatever is being yeah. a Pixar film. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, I watch those with my eight-year-old all the time. Those are great movies. And I think it's fun, too, when those films, you know, take people like yourself and add that in there just to the element to make it a little bit more real. And they just re actually now have a series on Disney Plus. They've kind of continued it on and on. Well, that's very cool. Uh, you know, again, just your career and of course, uh, your book, Swerve Die, you know, that's a great one as well. Um, and then the foundation. So, you know, we're coming to the end of the summer here. You've been busy. Uh, are you are you getting ready for the holidays yet? I know Thanksgiving's gonna be here before we know it. It's already the middle of September. <laughs> Yes. But you know what? The problem with our season, the problem with our season, our season runs until the week before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I, I don't get I don't get ready for Thanksgiving until the race season's over. So we still have we still have eight more races left in the year. So uh, it's not winding down. You know, that 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 is the funny part. Our, our season starts in February, goes all the way to the middle of November. Um, and then we get off December and part of January and then we go at it again. So that that is that's the curse and the blessing. Um, so you only get a week to prepare for, for Thanksgiving, which, uh, and you get a couple of weeks to prepare for Christmas and I'm always behind at Christmas and I'm always behind at Thanksgiving. And I don't even remember when they, when Halloween or any of that stuff is, <laughs> uh, because this just glossed over, but, uh, yeah, as things wind down, you get to spend a lot more time with family though. Yeah. I always say just drive past a Walmart. You'll know what season it is. Cause they're True. always like one jump ahead of everybody else. Well, one last question here. And I'm very curious because again, as we wrap, you know, as I mentioned, you've had a very great career, lots of wins when you're kind of coming to the end of that. And you're like, okay, I have to decide next was commentating something that was a natural progression for you. Cause I've, I've talked to other professional athletes and it's kind of like this weird phenomenon struggle. It's like, well, that's what you would do next naturally, but maybe there were other things that you wanted to do, or was it sort of like, I can at least this way still have a very active hand in things. Cause I've been, everybody loves watching me on television, you know, yeah. of course, commentate. So here's the thing. It was never a thought, uh, but it became the best option to stay involved and, and be around race people. Uh, you still get to hang around. You still get to go and talk to the drivers. Everybody I've known my whole life is still in the sport. Um, so that, that, that's the cool part that, that is, but it's not something that as I got close to the end of my career, I said, Oh, it's going to be good, man. I'm going on TV. I'm, I'm going to be a TV guy <laughs> now. And that's not, that's not, it was that gradual transition where you tried it a couple of times and it was fun and it was enjoyable. And then you get to that point and it's like, man, this is, this is a good option. I can stay here, uh, and do this, um, and still be involved. And, and that, that's kind of the reason uh, that I've chosen. That's the reason I've stayed at it for the last eight or 10 years. Yeah. And what a great career you've had all the books, uh, the charity ride, we will link all of that on our show notes for people to connect. And of course you're on social media, posting pictures. It's a lot of family things, which I think people just, I mean, it's probably the best thing that you could see on social media these days with all the uh, madness going on and things like that. Um, well, thank you so much for your time and, uh, I really appreciate it. And, uh, I'm excited to, 
watch the rest of the season. I'm, I'm just now introducing my son to racing. Uh, and, uh, we got a chance to go to a race in Napa just right before we moved, uh, to Colorado. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, and just, I mean, it's, if you've never been to a race before everybody, you have to do it. It's just, it's an experience, uh, like no other. And I recommend splurging for the headphones and listening. Cause then you can listen for to sure. the drivers. For sure. I mean, that's really what sort of makes it worth it is listening to the drivers talk to their, uh, coaches and their mechanics and stuff. It's just, yep. A thrill ride. Well, thank you, Kyle, so much for your time. It's been an honor chatting with you. Thank you. I appreciate you having me today. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>